Kia ora and welcome to the Female Career Podcast. My name's Anna Johnston and I work as a leadership and career coach for women. I'm looking forward to sharing with you an inspiring collection of career stories of a diverse range of women of Aotearoa New Zealand. I hope that by listening to these stories, you'll feel inspired in your own career. If you do enjoy the story, please head along to our website, thefemalecareer.com, where we have lots more stories of wonderful Kiwi women and their careers. We'd also love you to subscribe to our podcast so that you have all the episodes at your fingertips. And please do tell your friends and family about it too. For now, though, I hope you enjoy listening to this career story. I'm really looking forward to speaking today with Dr. Marsha Mohage and hearing more about her career journey. Marsha is a Senior Lecturer and Director of Women and Technology in AUT School of Computer, Engineering and Mathematical Sciences. She's a well-recognised leader in artificial intelligence and machine learning. She's also the founder of the charitable trust She Sharp, a women's technology networking and learning group, where she works to encourage young New Zealand girls to consider what a career in technology offers. For the past seven years, she's organised and led Google Computer Science for High School workshops in Auckland, with a recent focus on providing high school teachers with the skills to implement New Zealand's new digital technologies curriculum. Over the years, she's received a number of awards and accolades. She was named winner of the Emerging Leader category in the 2013 Westpac Women of Influence Awards and was one of 10 finalists for 2018 Kiwi Bank New Zealander of the Year. In 2019, she was the Champion Award winner of the YWCA Equal Pay Awards and in 2020, presented with the Massey University Distinguished Alumni Award. I can't wait to hear more about her career today. Marsha, thank you very much for joining me. Thank you so much, Anna, for having me today. Thanks for kind introduction. Lovely. Thank you. So the first question I wanted to ask you was to take you perhaps a little way back and think about when you were a child or even a teenager, what careers did you think about, consider, dream or, or even aspire to? Sure. So I grew up in a family with a father who is a civil engineer and an uncle who is an architect. So I had a lot of exposure to these fields. But however, from young age, I was always fascinated with technology and how fast it changes. Uh, when I was in high school, I remember I did quite well in mathematics, but I wanted to study something more practical. And I think that's... Um, where computer engineering began to appeal to me. And what was it particularly about computer engineering and the world of technology that did appeal to you? I think I remember my very first experience with technology when I was around seven years old. I went with my father to one of those computer hardware stores to buy a, a my father, he wanted to build his own computer and I was so fascinated with all the electronic component on a motherboard and what you can actually build um, with them as a, more than actually what you can do with a computer. So I think since then, and having these opportunity to work with my father um, using a computer, probably that was all, everything just was very interesting for me and exciting from the start. Mm, really interesting. And equally, and I know we'll come on to it a bit later, it's not necessarily the most common career for girls to consider in technology. So I'm looking forward to hearing a bit more about C-Sharp as, as we go. Tell me then, Masha, about your first jobs or jobs and, and what lessons did you take from those? I think my first real job was as a private tutor, so teaching mathematics to high school students. I think the biggest thing I took away from this was the enjoyment and sense of fulfillment that comes from teaching and imparting knowledge to others. 
And this is something which carried through to me when I began lecturing at university. And it, it reminds me, I, I tutored maths as well when I, was, when I was a student. And I agree with you, there is something in there about that actually helping and that, that aha moment of somebody suddenly understanding a concept and being able to see how they apply it. Interesting. Now, of course, you went through, you ended up doing your PhD and then now are at AUT. What were some of the highlights and challenges of the first few years of your career? Very good question. So probably the biggest challenge I recall was taking on a job as a full-time lecturer while I was finishing my PhD. Mm. It is probably the greatest workload I've ever taken on before and not a situation I like to repeat again. <laughs> so the biggest highlight probably was um, winning a Google Anita Burger scholarship and attending a retreat at Google headquarters, which was essentially sparked the birth of charitable trust Shisha. Hmm, interesting. Yes, I can imagine that would have been a pretty full-on workload, but interesting. And if you would be willing, I wonder, tell me a bit more, what were the kind of the drives and motivations behind setting up SheSharp? Sure. When I was doing my PhD, I think I was in a third year of uh, doing my PhD, I got this Google Anita Borg scholarship. And at the time, I didn't really know about Anita Borg just find out about Google Anita Borg when I was part of that retreat. So she was a computer um, scientist, American computer scientist. Unfortunately, she didn't live that long to see her dream, which by 2020, we have a 50-50 equality in tech. We are far from her now, but she worked really hard to empower and encourage women in tech. And that was really inspiring for me. So when I got back from that trip, I decided to start a platform here in New Zealand because I believe that um, it is much easier to go through this journey if you can share and learn from others. So SheShop started with a group of 25 students in 2014, and now we have over 1,000 members here in Auckland. It's a networking platform for high school students, university tertiary students, and professionals uh, from industry. So a place that they can learn connect and they can share with each other. Mm, that's wonderful and I think it really tackles that one of the, the core issues I've heard anyway of girls who are considering a career in technology that sort of thought of actually I want to see and, and hear from and people who I can relate to somebody that they can set a role model that they can see themselves in. So definitely tackling for me what I certainly have understood to be, to be a core barrier for girls. Then You've obviously progressed significantly in your career. What has been the journey to the role that you're doing today? I guess my journey was fairly straightforward. I completed my bachelor's and master's degrees in Iran. And in 2008, I moved to New Zealand to pursue my PhD study. And it was while I was studying that I accepted the position as a lecturer in computer science. And I've continued in this um, ever since, although different universities from the start. And what do you really love about your current work? I really get the most enjoyment out of helping others succeed. I'm really fortunate that this happens on so many different levels with my work. So teaching students and sharing knowledge and experience, but also I do supervise many students. So supervising the students through their project and thesis, mentoring others. And I think that the best thing uh, someone can do with the experience and knowledge they gain is to share it with others. And this is truly a rewarding for me. And I can hear that kind of coming through that. I see that sense of 
being able to share and teach and help others to learn. That obviously came from right at the start, but also that very strong generosity of spirit that, that you bring to your work as well. Thank you, Anna. What has maybe surprised you about your career? Uh, what surprised me the most, I think, it's how much the career depends on people's skills more than knowledge of technology. Mm-hmm. It is one thing to know something, but another thing entirely to be able to show passion and inspire passion about the subject, so to be an effective teacher. So that was really fascinating for me. And how have you developed some of those skills to be able to impart that passion to others? The first, I think, came from that you need to be passionate about what you're doing. So that passion is coming from you. And if you're not truly believing what you do or you're not enjoying your work, so that, that would be really hard to fake it every day. So I think in the first place, you have to get to that point and you need to know that you do this work because you're enjoying it the most. And I think after that would be really easy to see the reflection in your um, career path. Mm, it's often almost that kind of infectious enthusiasm that people that, that somebody has for their subject it can rub off. Now, like anybody's careers, it's pretty rare for most careers to be smooth sailing. What have been more of your toughest career challenges or moments? I think the biggest challenge I face is juggling different roles within my work. So teaching, supervising, organizing, running out to professional development activities. And the hardest thing is to learn in prioritizing different tasks and sometimes saying no to things when I know it will reduce my ability to do a good job in other things. So that was probably one of the challenging things for me and it still is. I have to admit, when I was reading up about everything that you did, that struck me. I was I actually had the thought of, how do you fit it all in? Interesting to hear that that is, remains a challenge and probably particularly when you've got that strong sense of purpose and and wanting to really help actually then to how to prioritize and how to say no to some things yeah and how do you then maintain balance between your career and your work which you're obviously really passionate about and also your non-working life as I mentioned this is probably the hardest thing for me to do I'm so passionate about my work and challenging myself with new opportunities in my career but I also realize that It is important to keep a good work-life balance and being a mom now, so make sure I do this and it's great to make time for, um, make time and then make time for uninterrupted quality family time, which is a really key thing for me at the moment. Wonderful. And I know from personal experience, it's not easy, but it is really important as well. Now, Marsha, I'm going to ask you a question. Feel free not to answer it um, because it was one that I hadn't had on the original list. I don't think I sent to you. But I was interested to understand, you know, the the title for this podcast is The Female Career. What Mm -hmm. have been some of the challenges or obstacles that you faced as a woman in your career? I think one of the biggest challenges was to start with, so it's not a challenge anymore at, at this stage, but I can see it every day with my students. Sometimes it's not easy to be part of the minority. I've been experienced to be part of the minority, many different levels. So from being the only girl in my classes, um, during my master's degree, one girl in a class of 50. And um, at the moment, even probably I'm one of the second female lecturers at universities. It is daunting to be part of the minority. And this is why I really try to establish G-Sharp to create that platform that people can get together and don't really feel like that they are part of minority. 
And I think that is one of the biggest challenge for women, specifically working in a tech industry. Some people can deal with it, but for some of my students, it's not easy to be part of that. And I can see that as they go through their journey, sometimes it's really daunting for them. Mm, I can imagine. How have you coped with that personally? Uh, for me to start with, I think like many other women in this field, so we're trying to actually um, prove ourselves by working much harder and doing more and study. And I can see it again in my students. So when I ask questions, the girls in my class, they are the ones that they're actually taking notes and they're working hard and they're doing research. And they just constantly, they put that pressure on themselves that they need to, to prove and they have to be really great. At the start, it might be very difficult, but I think the perseverance is a key element. It's always going to be a little bit difficult adjusting to be part of the minority and trying to get ahead. But once you accept these, Stop trying to change yourself too much. You can focus more on your own capability. Never give up and you just need to keep pressing on. Mm. Technology feels they need females mm. and they we do. do really need them. Yeah. They do, absolutely. I think the problems that technology solves are important for all humankind. And so making sure that range of voices and perspectives is represented in the technologies that come about is, is so vital. And you're still pretty early in your career, but if you look back at, at your career so far, what might you do differently? I think if I could go back, I would gain some work experience in the industry, mm-hmm. in the industry that I do research and teaching because uh, my job and career journey was really research and academia. And I think I could go back, I could gain some more experience in the industry and I would say yes to more opportunities coming to me from industry collaboration, but I'm thinking it's not too late for that though. Yes, absolutely. I was thinking exactly the same thing as you were saying it, that absolutely it's not too late, that there will be, I'm sure, many opportunities for industry collaboration. And actually, I think it's it's a real opportunity for in New Zealand to find those closer links and collaborations between tertiary institutions and industry if we want to be particularly uh, uh, in terms of New Zealand being a very innovative forward thinking often technology-based economy really interesting what have been then some of your proudest career moments I think my proudest moment have been seeing the positive influence that C-Sharp has had on uh, many young women and encouraging them to pursue careers they might not have considered due to misconception or peer pressure. And seeing things like this helps motivate me to continue the work we're doing right now with Trisha. I think it often is that personal impact that of actually seeing how your work has really impacted a, a person that can often give that fulfilment and that sense of pride. Wonderful. And where do you see your career heading in the future? I have a goal of expanding G-Shop to a truly national and even international level. I'm so passionate about the potential we have to help other young women and really close the gender gap in a STEM field. I um, I think I see myself continuing in academia since this is a place I feel I can be the biggest influence to others and help our next generation to achieve their goals. Mm, really interesting. And that academia place is, a, is still a place that you feel that you can have that impact, but equally the C-sharp piece and how you can take it forward. And I wanted to ask Marsha, technology 
is ultimately solves human problems of kind of all genders. And yet technology is still dominated by men. What in your view, because you've done some significant thinking research in this area and obviously practical application, what in your view could encourage more girls and women into technology and also encourage them to stay in that field? I think um, the same as I always say, make contact in the industry or the field you're interested in. Finding a mentor and don't be afraid to take risks and know that opportunities can disappear very quickly. And finally, don't let anyone ever tell you that you cannot do it. So this is really important. So you have to give yourself opportunity to try different things because you never know if you're good at it or not. Marta, it's been such a pleasure today to speak with you, to hear about your career and um, the work that you're doing, continuing to do as she sharp is wonderful. So thank you very much for sharing your story and for the wonderful work that you do. Thank you so much, Anna. It was a pleasure to talk to your audience and I hope it helps some of our girls to consider tech as the potential career in the future. Lovely. Thank you. I really hope you enjoyed this episode of the Female Career Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. For more inspiring stories of women of Aotearoa and their careers, subscribe to the Female Career Podcast via Apple, Spotify, Google, or wherever you like to listen so that you never miss a story. You can also take a look at our website, thefemalecareer.com, where we feature the stories. And if you subscribe to our mailing list, you can have career advice and inspiration delivered directly to your inbox. Thanks for your support, and I look forward to you joining us again soon.